the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Is it only Tuesday? I don't know. I mean, we didn't get to take a weekend off because it was crazy with news breaking over the Mueller report. And then Avenatti got arrested. And, you know, we've got uh, stuff happening with, uh, you know, um, there was a big vote today in the House. And Jesse Smollett. I mean, there's just been so much breaking news. It's just been absolutely crazy. There's just no time. There's no time for us to take a break and smell the roses or go to my favorite beach spot. But that's okay because it's truly exciting times we're living in. And I'm thankful that you are spending your time with me tonight, whether in your car, on Facebook, on Twitter, however you are choosing to uh, participate in the show. I thank you for it. The best way to participate is give us a little shout here. Give us a little call. 888-344-1170. Here's your question of the day. Uh, later on today, what started tw- trending, I started to say twending, trending on Twitter was Betsy DeVos. And you know, we do a lot of education segments here on the show. Well, she was trending because she is defunding, at least in part, recommending the defunding of Special Olympics. And so it's become very controversial. I even have a poll question for you guys on Twitter. And my question question for you guys tonight on the show is, should taxpayers be funding the Special Olympics? And if so, why? I'm not going to weigh in on my opinion until a little later on the show what I think about that. But give give me a call. Let me know what you think about that or anything else. 888-344-1170. And the man who would take your calls, the man who's already given me his opinion on that, and I won't tell you that either on the Special Olympics, is the man, the myth, the soon-to-be vacationer, DJ Carrot Sticks. Hey, does anyone want Carrot Sticks? Get him out of here. Hey, where's the beef? Hey. Where's the collusion? Hey, Hey, where's the uh, trial for Jesse Smollett? Where's the jury? Because you know what? They should be trotting in about now. And there should be a trial getting started about now. And we got to talk about that. We got to talk about what happened with uh, Jesse Smollett. Now, we're going to talk about that tonight's show on on tonight's show. And I've got my my friend, legal analyst and prosecutor, Wendy Patrick, who's going to be here because I've got some questions involving this legal case that I haven't heard anybody asking. And I'm curious to get her take on it. And she does not know what questions I've got to pose for her. So uh, that hopefully is going to be interesting. Wendy always gives gives great uh, legal perspective. But basically my questions all lead to asking, uh, is it really over for Jesse Smollett? Or is it really just beginning? So we're going to hear from Wendy Patrick a little bit later. And, of course, we are going to talk later about Betsy DeVos and the Special Olympics. We've got that to talk about. Uh, We've got to talk about the latest gun grab going on in the state of California. And it is, you know, the left, it's inch by inch by inch. They they have been playing a long game for a long time against us. And the latest move for gun uh, for towards gun confiscation, in my opinion, is happening here. News broke on that today. So we got to talk about that. Again, the number is 888-344-1170. So breaking news this morning, which came as a shock to everybody, including superintendent of the Chicago Police Department, Johnson, federal authorities who've been investigating Jesse Smollett for, remember, uh, you know, there, there was something uh, other 
that he was involved in. There was another hoax that he was involved in besides paying for the Nigerians to try to rough him up a little bit. Yeah, so the federal authorities, they were not notified either. Neither was the mayor, Rahm Emanuel. Nobody was notified this morning. And we we get the breaking news that the, the charges have been dropped for Jesse Smollett. And everybody's like, wait, wait, wait. Say what? Say what? Because you know what? The grand jury, a grand jury was impaled. Hundreds of thousands of dollars were spent. Resources directed away from actual victims in in the town of Chicago in which their murder rate, black-on-black crime, is like – it's it's worse than the than uh, their best day in Chicago on black on black crime is worse than than um, the uh, the best day I guess in Afghanistan. I'm not sure if I'm using that analogy well, but it's absolutely horrendous. And so resources were diverted away. This case was given legitimate investigative powers by the Department of, of Police of Chicago. A grand jury was impaled, and that grand jury came back with not just one count. Of falsifying a, a criminal report, but 16. And you know why they did? Because that's how egregious it was of what this man did. 16 counts, because they could have just done one. But no, they decided to give him, they were so obviously angry, and it was so obvious and blatant and disgusting what this man did, that they chose, and they had the option of doing it, they had the option of doing one count or an count for each bad thing that he did, and it totaled 16 Because basically what they were saying is this dude needed to have the book thrown at him. No mercy for a man that would do this. And let's remember, supposedly everything has been sealed right now, but we know what the evidence was. There's video of the Nigerians. First of all, they got a canceled check for $3,500. They got video of these dudes buying the mugging supplies paid for with his money, including a red hat. They've got a confession by these dudes. There's, that's why the grand jury came back with 16 counts. So what is the so then what was the evidence? What led anybody to, to drop the charges? Well, it hadn't been too long ago to where I posted on my Facebook the fact that the trail, this ain't MAGA country in Chicago, babies. No, this is Obama country. So guess who, st- guess who we found out was involved in this case two weeks ago? Michelle Obama's right-hand man when she was FLOTUS. And because that person was involved, this this prosecutor, Fox, supposedly recused herself. And that was supposed to make everybody think that she was out of it and she was going to leave it up to the authorities. When the reality is, is the prosecutor who was put in to replace her reports to her. Didn't take long before any... I mean, we know what the deal is. Was anybody really surprised here? Did anybody really think... That this guy, here's the list of privileges. Another question I got for you guys. Here's a little pop quiz for you. Which privilege was it, do you think, that led this guy to get away with falsely accusing Trump supporters of being racist and committing a hate crime himself? This wasn't just a hoax of a hate crime hoax. He actually committed a hate crime against white people, against Trump supporters, and anybody who wears a MAGA hat. Was it his race privilege, the fact that he's, a black man? Was it the fact that he's a gay man, an LBGT, my uh, and part of the LBGT community? Was it he's an actor, or was it that he's a liberal elite whose aunt is supposedly heels up Harris? You know why she's called heels up Harris? DJ Karastix. <laughs> he's now going to Google that. He no, he his hands are up. He says he ain't going there. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't know. I don't know anybody but Willie Brown who would go there. Okay, let's just leave it at that. Okay, okay. 
Come on now. So why why is anybody surprised? Why was Rahm Emanuel surprised? Let's hear what he had to say today. That he did this all in the name of self-promotion. And he used the laws of the hate crime legislation that all of us collectively over years have put on the books to stand up to be the values that embody what we believe in. This is a whitewash of justice. A grand jury could not have been clearer. To then say not only is the cost $10,000 doesn't come cost financial decision made to me, where is the accountability in the system? You cannot have, because of a person's position, one set of rules apply to them and another set of rules apply to everybody else. Yeah, well, well, a couple things here. First of all, you know, it's a rare day. I had to play that because it's a rare day when, when I would agree with Rahm Emanuel. Um, so it's extraordinary that he came out and said that. Um, by the way, you know, if it was a conservative who used the term whitewash involving this African-American actor, he'd already been dragged off. He, they would already, uh, you know, uh, um, well, who's the guy, the Vince guy that are, that uh, went mysteriously shot himself in the back of the head? Is it the ShamWow? No, not the ShamWow guy. The uh, the guy that the Clintons, uh, the Clinton, Vince Foster. They would have already Vince Fostered this dude if that had been a conservative who said that. But in terms of, you can't have, he's like, you can't have two sets of laws, one for the elites and one for the others. Are you kidding me? What do you think? What do you think the whole deep state Mueller investigation coup attempt has been about? It's about two sets of laws, one for the elites and one for the peasants. And this Kim Fox person, she's she just acted like Loretta Lynch. And the and the state's attorney office has been acting like the FBI and the DOJ. Wiping his record clean. I can't even get my record wiped clean. If I go into court and fight a ticket, it's still going to be on my record. They might reduce the fee for me, but they're still, I'm still going to have that parking ticket or that speeding ticket on my record. Come on now, this, this dude got the Hillary Clinton treatment because he's buds with Obama. Now, what are we going to do about it? Something must be done. He's right. We do have two sets of laws in this country. And we got to do something about it. I, I'm going to take a break when I come back. Uh, and, and the interesting thing is, you know, the, the, he came out afterwards. This guy is such a scumbag that on top of perpetrating this hate crime and hate crimes hoax, he was not exonerated. They might have expunged his record, but they did not come out and say that he didn't do it. What they said was some some supposed community service that we have no record of, that and forfeiting his bond is just punishment, basically, is what they said. But then the guy comes out and perpetrates the hoax again by saying it happened to him. When he comes out and says, I would not be my mother's son if I was capable of doing what I was accused of. I'd like nothing more than just to get back to my work that may, I will always continue to fight for justice, equality, and betterment. You know, basically comes, comes out and perpetrates the hoax again. I don't know if there's double jeopardy involved here. That's one of the questions I've got for Wendy. As for the Superintendent Johnson, who was equally outraged and, and was not notified in advance, uh, he came out. I'm, I'm not going to quote him here because I had some issues with him. Uh, because and he and today he furthered my reasons why because he continued to say that Jesse Smollett owed an apology to Chicago. No, again, Superintendent Johnson. This was not a hate crimes hoax in which he made false allegations of racism against your police department. His hate crime hoax involved making false allegations. And ba- which was basically a hate crime against white Americans, Trump supporters, and anybody wearing a MAGA hat. 
And I'm tired of this Superintendent Johnson continuing to perpetrate that lie. You and your department would knock the victims here. Although it is interesting, though, that your department's being thrown under the bus because his one of his attorneys had to say, we have nothing to say to the police department except to investigate charges and not try their cases in the press, but to allow matters to be investigated, allow the state to investigate and to bring charges, and not to jump ahead and utilize the press to convict people before they had tried it in a court of law, which is all a bunch of crap. It was a grand jury who saw the evidence. The police department never said anything, never tried him in the court in any way, shape, or form. We're going to take, now we're going to take a break. And I got to, now that I've teed all that up, I got to, I got to then bring in my, my gal pal, my buddy, legal analyst and prosecutor, Wendy Patrick. She will be here when we come back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea K here, recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley, is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand a costly, devastating seven year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. We know how much you value your child's education. We also know how hard it can be to balance the importance of that education with the cost. That's why our half-price tuitions are back. The Answer San Diego is once again partnering with top-quality private schools to offer half-price tuition for the fall semester. Now you can give your child an excellent academic and arts education in a supportive private school environment for half the regular price. Simply log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com for the complete list of schools. There are two Tuitions for preschool to high school, all at half off. When you find the school you like, give us a call at 844-800-5757. When you call, you can put the half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy. Then your child will be set for the fall semester in a great private school for half the regular tuition. Call 844-800-5757 for all the details or log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. This report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up. To remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable 
it is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. You can also talk about your Social Security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of the Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations. Is your retirement income not adequate? What if you could completely eliminate your mortgage payments? How much better off would you be living in your home with no mortgage payment? I'm Ed Personius with Qualified Home Loans. If you're over 62 with more than 50% equity in your home, I want to tell you about one of the safest, most powerful financial tools available to retired homeowners, and it's one of the best-kept secrets. You could literally have more money every month and never pay another mortgage payment again. I'll sit down with you in your home and explain how to stop making mortgage payments for the rest of your life and have your home actually pay you instead, tax-free. Call 949-293-6271. 949-293-6271. Eliminate your mortgage payments and create a tax-free income every month. 949-293-6271. NMLS number 1610807. DRE number 02026055. AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170. Got a couple questions for you all. First of all, huge controversy erupted on Twitter today when Betsy DeVos announced in uh, funding for the Department of Education going forward a cut of $18 million for Special Olympics. And then my question is, I've been one of these people for a long time that says, I think we should just completely abolish the Department of Education. It's supposed to be, our education is supposed to be in the local areas with parents involved, not some centralized system of power. So I say defund the entire Department of Education. And I'm, my question is, why are we funding Special Olympics? Do you guys think that we should, should taxpayers be paying for that? 888-344-1170. And anything else you want to chime in on? Okay, so my gal, Wendy Patrick, is your legal analyst and prosecutor. And I've got some really um, legal questions for Wendy. Questions I haven't heard anybody mention today. Hey, Wendy, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Andrea. It's always a pleasure. Okay, first of all, I, the obvious question is, um, have you ever seen a grand jury review evidence return 16 counts, which they didn't have to do? They could have just done one count on the on the false charge, but they did 16 because that's how bad it was and that's how much evidence there was of what he did. Have you ever seen a grand jury return 16 counts and then have some prosecutor step in and say, oh, you know what, we'll, we'll, we'll take his community service that nobody can find that he ever did in $10,000 and leave it at that? Yeah, you know, Andrea, every case is so different. This case is very unusual, as you point out, in terms of its chronology. You might also have asked me if I'd ever seen a case go to the grand jury that had to do with filing a a false police report. So from the very beginning, you know, they talk about celebrity justice and how things are just done differently. From the very beginning, this case was just odd, odd in every respect, odd in the way it started out, in the fact that Mr. Smollett sat down for that Good Morning America interview, which I think did him in before the investigation had even started taking place, but that's a whole other segment, I suppose, on reading people. But nonetheless, from the very beginning, it was odd, Andrea. So you wonder whether or not this about faith today that 
boy, did that take the chief of police and the mayor by surprise, as mm-hmm. evidenced by their emotional response today. Everything about this case has been unusual. The recusal, the the fact that, you know, he agreed to do community service, it almost sounded like a plea deal, but it wasn't a plea deal. It was an outright dismissal based on what he's been doing, although it, it wasn't a guilty plea. So i got to tell you, we're all scratching our heads, and to even make it more uh, more frustrating is the fact that the record now is sealed and we'll never have the answers to the questions that many of us would love to know. Well, I think that I think the answers to the questions were really found in the check that he wrote to the Nigerians, the videos and the pictures of the Nigerians buying a red hat um, and buying all the mugging gear and their statements. There's also the case that was already underway. The federal authorities weren't notified either. And, you know, they were investigating him for the death threat that he mailed to himself in which they found the magazine that was used in the Nigerians house. This man is dirtier than, as Jesse Kelly said on Twitter today when he talked about the Obamas, to use his analogy, this dude is dirtier than Mexican tap water, and everybody knows it. And this was an affront to, and that's why Rahm Emanuel was mad, because this man used hate crimes. The, the left literally, they really believe that in their heart. They really believe that they, we need, first of all, I don't like hate hate crimes legislation because I think it elevates some victims over others. And I think every, every victim is equal and every life matters equally. But this really means something to the left. And he he callously, for his own personal promotion and politi- and for politics, divided this country. There's And, and many Americans, just like Kavanaugh, will, will continue to believe now that you know it's this is just one more false story to make americans think that white trump supporters who wear maga hats are the racist and it's despicable what he did and it was not enough for him to pay ten thousand dollars to forfeit and people want to know if 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 this is double and my question for you is he when he came out it's clear that he did it they didn't exonerate him they accepted ten thousand dollars and some vague community services recompense so um, it, it's clear he did it. So my question for you is when he comes out and continues to say that it happened to him when it didn't, is that not con- another hate crime hoax? Because that's a hoax. Yeah. You know, you know, what's interesting about your question, Andrea, is it, it puts his supporters in the unusual, awkward position of hoping he really was targeted as a result of a hate crime. How, how bizarre is that thought, is that theory? Um, and one of the things I worry about is I worry about other hate crime victims who might be afraid to come forward for fear that they won't believe because all the attention that's been, um, I want to say diverted because that's going to be my next point, diverted to this case. The resources in Chicago, mm-hmm. of all cities, that could have been spent better, that were diverted to tracking down this case, to investigating this case, to investigating the Nigerian brothers. And by the way, they didn't take any sort of a plea deal or an immunity deal. So for all we know, maybe something fell apart that had to do with their testimony. But remember, that's not what the prosecutor's office said when they made the decision to dismiss the case. He said, and this is, of course, Joe Maggots, the prosecutor who now has the case, that there were no problems with the evidence or the police investigation into Mr. Smollett. So if Jesse is out there continually denying the allegations, if we keep talking about it, one of the interesting things I want to know is how is this going to impact, okay, maybe not criminally, but how will it impact him socially and politically in terms of him regaining his post on Empire? Well, the Empire Empire hasn't made a statement, so I, 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 guess, there, I guess Double Jeopardy is in play and he cannot be retried for this, even though he's continuing to propagate this hoax, because to me, every time he comes out and says it happened when it didn't, that's that is another that is another hoax. 
allegation. His lawyers will probably advise him to stop talking about this incident altogether. Now, what but the question remains whether or not the rest of the world, Hollywood included, i.e., his employers, are going to be as generous as the the officials were in Chicago. Well, it remains to be seen because there's still the federal investigation that was ongoing involving that death threat that he mailed to himself. And see, the yeah. the one theory that Johnson that others have prop- propagated is that he he fabricated this attack because the death threat that he mailed to himself with the phony anthrax that was aspirin with a magazine that was that was cut out of found at the Nigerian's house that the feds were under uh, under that investigation uh, the prosecutor who recused herself I think it's clear when you see the text messages between uh, the prosecutor Fox and Michelle Obama's chief of staff in which Michelle Obama's chief of staff is saying oh my gosh that'd be so great if you could basically get us out of this because you know uh, and why would she say that if they didn't know that he did this it's a bunch of crap um you know that prosecutor was trying to get johnson and i guess johnson went for it superintendent to try to get the federal government to take over this investigation and not even have it be at the state's attorney how unusual is that see i'm not i've never been a big fan of the superintendent johnson like everybody else you know the 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 reason it's so hard to answer some of these great questions you're asking andrea is you know we live in a day and age of transparency where we are privy to more behind-the-scenes, backroom deals, conversations, whatever we call them, than ever before. There are plenty of perfectly legitimate conversations that take place. There are some that are, of course, questionable, and then there's some that go over the line. But when we have facts that are so unusual like this, and you, you pointed out the chronology is just bizarre, including the culmination today, it would be great to know how this happened, what was the conversation, whether or not there was more to the story, as we say, and the fact that the that the superintendent and the mayor were saying that the grand jury had only a sliver of evidence and brought down all the charges that they did, boy, that just leads you to, to be even more curious to what went on behind the scenes. But you and I will never know unless something changes and those records are unsealed. I suppose it's possible. Remember, the whole Bill Cosby prosecution took place because the judge decided to unseal a confidential yeah. settlement agreement. So I suppose anything's possible. And if so, I mean, maybe somebody will bring a lawsuit to that end. But as it stands today, emotions are high and predictions are low in terms yeah. of how much we'll ever find out as to why this happened the way it did. I've gone to courts to fight. I got a, I got a ticket one time when I had both my dogs off a leash up at Kate Sessions Park. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I went to court. I went to court to try to fight it because my argument, girl, my argument was my dogs, my boo boo, my my hundred twenty pound Chesapeake Bay Retriever, and my little pickles, my twelve pound pickles. They weren't the only two dogs off leash. So I go into court, and he's just like, "Woman, let me tell you what the cop wrote on the on, you got you got one dog the size of a Great Dane. He's a horse. Okay, he he needed to be on a leash. He's bigger and, than you. Yeah, is. yeah, he was. You. Yeah, he was enormous. He said, "Look, you know, I'll you know, I'll give you a lesson." charge it was not expunged from my record there how in the world can we accept the fact that this man did this and he doesn't even have anything on his record i can't go i can go to traffic school it doesn't take the points off my record this is an abomination this is this is spitting on our judicial system when we have this here we've got enough people that don't have any trust left in our judicial system after what's happened with this Mueller investigation and the deep state and the abuse the FISA warrant abuse this is another instance of uh, of the justice in our country making people say there is no justice that it's it, it's the elites versus the average american
Final thought, yeah, Miss Wendy. How how we, we, how can let me let me rephrase this question for you? Yeah. How can you, as somebody who knows this legal system well, make us feel better about our justice yeah. system? I can tell you that you know the the prosecutors' offices across the nation, the police departments, the justice departments are staffed with ninety nine point nine percent wonderful, upstanding, independent women and men of integrity, whose job it is to make sure that lady justice is blind and everybody is treated equally, and every case is investigated the same, and nobody is afforded any kind of privilege. When we hear rumors that justice was not served in individual cases, regardless of state, federal, wherever it is, we still have to remember. That thank God that at least represents the 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 small sliver, the small percentage of such cases, and those are the cases we want to pay close attention to to make sure that they are not replicated. That we learn what went wrong and that it doesn't happen again. Because even though this is a very high profile case because of the the man that's involved, there are hate crime victims across the nation whose cases don't get this kind of attention who deserve every bit as much justice. So well, and and you're right. Justice is blind. We all should be as well. Well, I agree with. And thank you for sharing that, because I'm somebody that, in spite of the fact that our legal system has imperfections, it is the greatest in the world. And it it makes me sad. It makes me sad that cases like this make people question, uh, you know, our our justice system. Wendy Patrick, legal analyst, prosecutor, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And she's right about questioning hate crimes going forth, because we we had a fire that was at a mosque in Escondido over the weekend. And one of my first thoughts was, well, how do I know it really happened? I now, any hate crime accusation, I now uh, see with a jaundiced eye, and my take is I don't believe it until it's proven to me that it that it's happened because there's just too many hoaxes. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to continue this conversation on the other side. 888-344-1170. We've got some other topics to get into. Rand Paul says, "You know what? I ain't a, I ain't a, you know, I, I ain't got. I'm willing to subpoena Clapper and John Brennan and the rest. Are we going to actually see? Speaking of the justice, we're going to see some equal justice on the part of the left." After what's happened with the Mueller investigation, more Andrea Kay show coming up. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Areas offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Picture what your life would be like with lower mortgage payments or the option to choose your monthly payments. Does that get your attention? Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Take control of your mortgage with Aramco Mortgage. They've got an exciting and simple opportunity for you to lower your monthly mortgage, access a cash-out refinance, or consolidate your debt, giving you more money every month and the stability, security, and peace of mind to enjoy your life. But you need to hurry. Current low rate and high home equity 
won't last forever. Call Aramco today, 800-411-8441, 800-411-8441. Or visit aramco.biz, B-I-Z. Whether you're purchasing a home, refinancing, or even buying an investment property, take advantage of Aramco's low rates and common sense financing. Call Aramco today before this opportunity is gone, 800-411-8441, 800-411-8441. Aramco, purchase, refinance, reverse. DRE 01853626, NMLS 277316. Borrowers are responsible for property taxes and insurance. Not all borrowers qualify. Call for details. Spring is here, folks, and with the rainy season coming to an end, it's finally time to tackle all those home improvement projects you've been putting off. It's the Solar for America Spring Savings Sale, America's number one solar roofing and home improvement contractor. We all know solar can save you big money, but did you know a Solar for America energy and battery system will add an average of $25,000 in value to your home? That's right. Save money, get a huge tax credit, and increase your home's value all with zero out-of-pocket unapproved credit. That's not all, folks. It's the Solar for America spring savings sale. Call now to save an extra $100 per panel on solar, up to $1,500 off on any GAF 50-year roof. And if that's not enough, we'll even throw in up to 50 feet of redwood fencing absolutely free. It's the Solar for America spring savings sale. And it's only good through March 31st. Just call 888-585-4055. That's 888-585-4055. Who do you want on your roof? 888-585-4055. CACSLB 105020 105013310458720. Lower your health coverage cost. Join Freedom HealthShare, a Christian health sharing plan. Savings up to $500 a month. Freedom offers two comprehensive plans. Compare Freedom with other health shares. Freedom has you covered anywhere, anytime. Freedom has features you want in a health share. Go to FreedomHealthShare.org to learn about Freedom, including our patented web technology that's paid billions in health claims over the past decade. Call us now, 844-853-3189. Freedom HealthShare's strength is in its members. Unplanned, based on a life-changing true story. My name is Abby Johnson. I used to be the director of this clinic. The Daily Wire says Planned Parenthood is not going to like it. America wants abortion, which is why we exist. Glenn Beck says you have never seen anything like this. You've managed to make an enemy of one of the most powerful organizations on the planet. Unplanned, in theaters March 29th. Visit unplanned.com for tickets. Rated R. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. 888-344-1170. The question of the day really for you guys was, it became very controversial that Betsy DeVos said in um, a budget for the Department of Education that she wanted to cut $18 million for Special Olympics, and people are just hysterical over that, and to me, it's take take a, take away from, my question for you guys is, should taxpayers be paying for Special Olympics? And if so, why? Because, you know, it's we have $22 trillion in debt, and I know that $18 million isn't a huge amount, but you know what? You got to start somewhere, and it all adds up. And it, and how did, how did the Department of Education ever get involved in funding an athletic event for anybody because it doesn't have anything to do with education. So to me, it's an example of a few things. It's, it, it's an example of when it's, you know, other people's money, it's just easy to just, you know, start spending $18 million. Like it's nothing. Cause it's, you know, cause it isn't to them. It's not their money. And, you know, uh, and it also, it's, it's some leisure extracurricular activity. Think of it this way. 
Um, does it benefit those that are disabled? Maybe, yes, but I don't know that it benefits them any more in terms of raising self-esteem than it does non-disabled kids who take dance class or learn an instrument or play Little League. You know, are the taxpayers funding every extracurricular activity that helps boost a kid's life in some way and makes their make, makes them feel better about themselves? So, you know, where does it end? I don't think it's my responsibility to pay for somebody's ba- kid's ballet class, to pay for their, you know, flute lessons, to pay for their theater because maybe they've got a dream of being an actor. You know, these are things that I think that are parents' responsibility to do. And I think that these are activities and things that, sh- that should be funded with uh, through philanthropy and through through nonprofit organizations, which is I thought how it started with the Kennedy family who started the Special Olympics. So I'm not sure at what what point how it became up to the taxpayers to pay for it. Just like I don't think taxpayers should pay for Planned Parenthood. And you can say, well, one you know one one is good for people and one isn't. Well, who gets to decide what's good? Why is anybody sitting back in D.C. deciding? That this 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 event or whatever is so good for people that they should take money from me to pay for it instead of giving Americans the choice. There's 300 million Americans. There might be a whole lot of Americans with a lot of money that would give more than $18 million to pay for it if given the choice. But the taxpayers are paying for it, so why would they step up? I think that we these are like cultural questions. When it comes to spending, this is why we have $22 trillion in debt. Because once something gets funded, everybody thinks that it's government's responsibility when the government has no money. There is no government money. It is all paid for by the taxpayers, and it's easy to decide how somebody else's money should be spent. And once the checks start going out, you can never defund it. And I feel like we ought to be able to have a conversation about this without being told that you hate disabled people. Just like if you say that you you want entitlement reform and you want fewer people and you don't think everybody you know deserves to have a roof over their head paid for by the taxpayers, that you hate poor people. Or if you want to seal the border, you hate brown people. You know, we got to stop that. And that's that's one thing I have to say on that. Speaking of the border, um, we had big news today. Kind of got drowned out with the news of the day with Smollett. But, oh, it's just been a, a yummy few days. Uh, the House unsuccessfully voted to overturn Trump's veto. Because, see, remember when Trump declared the national emergency to get the funds from the military and from other sources to build the wall. Uh, Republicans joined with the House in order to try to stop him and and then uh, and even in the Senate, and Trump signed a veto. Well, they voted today and they did not get – and it amazes me why they even took it to a vote. I don't know if they thought they were shaming Republicans by trying to force Republicans to vote on uh, – to veto Trump because, you know, the Republicans who went along with – Going against the national emergency, joining with the Democrats to do that, knew it was ne- that Trump was going to veto, and they so they felt like they had cover for that. They were not going to override Trump's veto. They were not going to go back into their districts and tell the American people that they don't want the wall the American people want. On so on top of the fact that the House was not able to overturn Trump's veto, the Pentagon uh, took one billion dollars from the military personnel account and sent it over to Trump to pay for the wall. According to uh, this article on – this is from NPR, by the way. The Department of Defense is shifting $1 billion from a military personnel account to build a 57-mile fence at the southern border, saying the funds were freed up after some service branches fell short in their recruiting goals. Okay, so you got this money that was allocated, earmarked, for new recruits. The new recruits didn't come in. So the fabulousness there is that it ain't taking money away from anything. It's not taking any money away from boots on the ground. The military has a 717 billion dollar budget 
And of course, the left is is yammering today that oh my gosh, this is weakening our military. The same left that says that that talks about the military industrial complex and how our military is evil and we need to to do away with the military. Um, The Congress is threatening to take away from the military uh, something called the privilege of reprogramming funds if they actually go through with this. The acting uh, Secretary of Defense, Patrick Shanahan, told members of Congress, hey, you go ahead. We're we're willing to suffer that consequence down the road if you guys want to do that. But military construction on the border will not come at the expense of our people. And that um, he went on to say that there is something called – 10 U.S.C. military code, I guess, the federal statute that gives it the authority to build fences and take other measures to support federal law enforcement agencies that are working to stop drug trafficking. So they have – President Trump has the right to have – as commander-in-chief, as the secretary of defense outlined, he has the right to ask this to be done. And there's a federal statute that allows the military to build fences – to stop drug trafficking, which, as we know, is a major problem at the border. So that's a major, major win today. Other good news, though, you know, it's it, it, we might have taken a blow today in the courts involving Jesse Smollett. But take heart, because Michael Avenatti, <laughs> Avenatti, he can't even supposedly find anybody to defend him. This dude is looking at 100 years in prison, and he's actually got to report in on Monday at the same courthouse while Michael, where Michael Cohen where Michael Cohen, remember that whole that whole case that uh, got started with, with Avenatti and Stormy Daniels? He's got to go to the same uh, courthouse where Michael Cohen uh, pled guilty. I don't know if I mentioned last night when this story broke that in addition to being charged with conspiracy, extortion, and transmitting interstate communications with an intent to extort, Twenty million against Nike. He also was is facing charges in L.A. Two criminal counts of wire fraud and bank fraud. He created phony tax returns for years 2011, 12, and thirteen. He owes on uh, in order to get some loans. Filed phony returns. He hasn't filed returns for those years and owes eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Dude's going down. And I can't wait to watch that happen. So we might not be seeing justice involving Smollett, but we're going to see it with Avenatti. Uh, we're going to take a break. We come back. We've got a major story in the gun control issue uh, happening here in California. we got to talk about that. And also a, a local news story here for San Diego that involves the college bribery scandal. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Did you know that homeowners are throwing thousands of dollars out the window every year? It's true. You would be amazed at the amount of money wasted on energy bills because of bad windows. Brothers Windows wants to help you. Right now, get up to $1,000 off on windows installed. For 25 years, Brothers Windows has helped thousands of homeowners like you save money on heating and air conditioning bills by installing beautiful low-E energy-efficient windows. Brothers Home Improvement is a family of nine brothers and sisters always striving for your complete satisfaction. They're trusted quality window experts with unbeatable guarantees. Call today for a free estimate and find out how you can get up to $1,000 off newly installed windows. Call Brothers Windows at 619-389-2122. That's 389-2122. Or go to SanDiegoWindowExperts.com. That's SanDiegoWindowExperts.com. Dennis Prager and Hugh Hewitt never miss an opportunity to visit Liberty Tobacco when in San Diego. They got the walk-in humidor with San Diego's largest display of premium cigars. The stuff that Dennis Prager likes to smoke all the time, and once in a while he'll give me one too. I really envy you in the San Diego area because you get to go to Liberty Tobacco a lot. Now, I'm not joking because I absolutely go there whenever I go down to San Diego because I love cigars and I love pipes. And don't forget, on Friday, April 5th, Liberty Tobacco is hosting an event with my Father's Cigars. They'll have free food, cigars up to 25% off, and free raffle giveaways. Liberty Tobacco has the best cigar bundle selections in town. Add a ton of pipes and pipe tobacco to choose from. Visit their Kearney Mesa location on Friday, April 5th for their My Father's Cigars celebration and see what Dennis and Hugh have been talking about for years. Visit LibertyTobacco.com and like them on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date with all of their specials. Have you tried digital marketing but don't know if it's getting you customers? Got different companies running your web design, social media marketing, and geofencing, but not sure which is working and which is a waste of your dollars? Contact us at Salem Surround. Digital marketing experts who offer a free analysis of your digital marketing effectiveness and suggest methods that could dramatically increase your sales. We can put all your digital marketing under one roof, give you monthly reports on results, and instantly move your dollars to the most effective areas of your digital marketing suite. Social marketing, geofencing, web search enhancement, event targeting, and more. Now there are no limitations on where you can reach customers with Salem Surround. Total market penetration for increased ROI. Learn more by logging on to surroundsandiego.com. Surroundsandiego.com. Connecting you with new customers. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is. All while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. So San Diego is back in the news again today involving this uh, bribery scandal. Uh, USD is um, being investigated, and if the federal government determines that they in any way violated any laws and regulations surrounding federal student financial aid programs, which involves Pell Grants and student loans, that uh, they ain't going to get any more money, honey. It's estimated that they receive about $3.3 million, and this is not that's actually not including federal stone, uh, student loan figures. That's just uh, Pell Grants. Uh, so that's, that's, that's a nice chunk. 
So, you know, see, it all adds up. We were talking about $18 million for it. You think, about, you think about all these programs that we have. It all adds up to $20 trillion. In addition to USD, uh, UCLA, USC, Yale University, Wake Forest, Stanford, Georgetown, and University of Texas at Austin have received similar letters that uh, they are uh, by the, from the Justice Department that raises questions, it says, about whether your institution is fully meeting its obligations. You, Texas, Austin. Man, why would if you gonna bribe your 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 kids way into school? You th- that really? I don't know. Are they the are they the Aggies? No, that's Texas A and M. See, I mean, who even knows? I, don't know them. Is that that that's not even the that's not even the Longhorns? I don't no. think. Who's the Longhorns? Where's that in Texas? No, that's Texas A and M Longhorns. I don't know. I, I, I see. I don't even. I don't even know. I, I don't know in, any. Baylor is a better institution. I mean, University of Texas at Austin. I can't for the life of me. I can't imagine why anybody would want to pay any, any extra money for the kid to go there. Um, we have another San Diego related story for schools. For a long time, we've been telling you guys about how care. Uh, has been pushing for San Diego to be the first Sharia-compliant school. A lawsuit was filed by families in order to stop this because it was full-on indoctrination where CARE, now remember CARE, the Council for American Islamic Relations, is a front group group for Hamas. And these people were working with the San Diego School Unified School District was going to allow them to come into the schools and teach children the tenets of Islam and that Islam is the superior religion. Yeah. Well, there has been a settlement that's been reached with the families. I don't think it went far enough. Some people like Pamela Geller are saying that this is she. I actually got this article from her. She says that terror tied care was defeated in San Diego. I don't know that um, they were completely defeated, um, but it's certainly it's not going to be to the extent that it was. It's not going to be full on. And, and of course, this is this was under the guise of defeating is, uh, bullying and if Islamophobia. But what has been, uh, there's new directives, though, that is part of the settlement that have to that have to do with limits on the conduct of public school officials as it relates to religious activity. These directives include educators should treat each religion with equal respect. In other words, not giving uh, the Muslims because what the care program was going to do was basically elevate Islam over every other religion because that's what they teach. There is no God but Allah. So they were going to teach the five tenets. Um, but I don't think it goes far enough because it says that teachers are going to teach it with equal respect uh, with the time and attention spent discussing each religion being proportionate to its impact on history and human development and the material presented in, in its historical context. That's crap. You know what? To me, this is not a win. There's too much vague, subjective crap there. I say that the solution is keep any religious teaching out of the schools. I, you know, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Let's just have, I would rather have complete separation of church and state than have this kind of vague language that allows for care to continue to be involved. Um, so that's, that's my thoughts there on that. Uh, gun control. So new state legislator, uh, bill, a, a, B, bill, a, B eight, nine, three was, uh, introduced Friday from Todd Gloria from San Diego, which is to introduce, basically have a full ban for gun shows at the Del Mar fairgrounds. His argument is that these 
because the Del Mar Fairgrounds are actually owned by the state of California, managed and operated by the 22nd District Agricultural Association. So um, they want to stop and have it be permanent, that there be no more gun shows. He wants no more gun shows at the Del Mar Fairgrounds. Of course, we know that that's really a push for to have no more gun shows anywhere in the state. And, and first it's banning the sale of guns. Then they want to ban ammunition and then, then they want a gun registry. And, you know, this is, this is just another step towards gun confiscation. We had a police chief in San Diego, or was it Sheriff Lansdowne? I don't remember which who said that we can de-arm America within 10 years. And if they can get it under the guise of this guy saying, uh, that, why should the state, the state should not earn the profit, should not be profiting or benefiting from the sale of firearms? Okay, well, if you don't want that on state ground, fine, but why can't it be anywhere in, in Del Mar? But this is nonsense because you know what? Why is the state of California, there's all kinds of crap that's going on the Del Mar fairgrounds that I don't think they should be profiting from. We have a Second Amendment right in this country. This is, this is, he said that it's part of an effort to make neighborhoods safer by reducing the number of guns on the streets. That's like saying reducing the number of cars on the roads is going to stop anybody from drunk driving. We know what this is about. Um, it will probably pass heartily, but you know what? I'm hoping that the crossroads of the West, they say they're going to find some other venues in town and we are going to continue to make, you know, we have the right of uh, Second Amendment and this right to, that shall not be infringed. In any way. And it doesn't say shall not be infringed on state land. It says shall not be infringed. Speaking of infringement, somebody decided a couple of conservative groups and a former uh, California Republican bigwig decided to come at me today and tell me what media outlets I was allowed to go on because they didn't like the media outlet that I was going on. I'm not going to be silenced by anybody. We got a real problem in our media right now. Somebody's con- somebody's concerned that I went on Scotty Nell Hughes' show on RT. Meanwhile, where's Judge Janine? Anybody put out an all point bu- all points bulletin for Judge Janine? We've got care controlling the content of Fox News, and you're going to bust me when I go on RT and I go on Scotty Nell Hughes' show. There is nobody restricting anything that I say on that show. I, I am much more free to go on RT, news views and hues on RT and say whatever I want to say than I would be on Fox. And these were from conservative outlets. What these were is these are never Trumpers, see. And never Trumpers felt like in 2016 they had the right to define conservatism and tell us who we should vote for based upon what they think of conservatism. And these, that, so that's what this was all about. This is about never Trumpers trying to continue to push in a backdoor way this whole Russian collusion narrative. And it's nonsense. And what's nonsense is any conservative in any way trying to silence another conservative, whether it's involved in telling me whether or not I can criticize John McCain or whether or not it's telling me what media outlet I can go on. And particularly when you're going on the media outlet or brag, or you've got on your website bragging that you've gone on the media outlet that has been working for two and a half years with people like John Brennan in order to facilitate a coup in the United States of America against a free and fairly elected president of the United States. I will go anywhere I want. I will say what anything that I want to say at any time, any place, anywhere, because I have the First Amendment in this country. And shame on any conservative under the guise of trying to puff their chest out and act like they're, they're, that they've got a right to question my patriotism. I cut my teeth. I earned my patriotism when I lived in Terra with Terrace on Camp Lejeune and drank water that has destroyed my kidneys and that of my brother and the rest of my family. 
Don't you dare threaten, question my patriotism, Ron Nearing. Or I might have to just decide to spend a little time on Twitter that I don't have talking about what you and the rest of the leadership and the Republican Party have done to destroy the state of California, which will on its way destroy the United States of America. There I said it. Anyway, tomorrow's hump day, DJ Carrot Sticks. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be right back here tomorrow. I got to cool down. I'm more fired up. <laughs> I didn't even realize how fired up I was over that. equipment's melting. The yeah. microphone's <laughs> melting. It's on fire. Get the fire extinguisher. <laughs> We'll be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Have a great night, everybody. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 